Hi, welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist, intertwining intuition and relationships with all of our characters we have and everybody we have here on every show, exploring relationships, intuition, and what to do about love. It's all about love, isn't it, Steve? What to do, what to do. Yes, and Steve here is our lovely co-host today. Oh, you're too kind. You're lovely. (laughs) Lovely? Yes. I've been called a lot of things, but I don't know about lovely. Yes, you're lovely, and you have a new hat today, which is nice. Brand new hat. Brand new hat. And you're producing. And I'm producing, yeah. This, that's this right. is I'm awesome. Running the board and I'm co-hosting. Well, you just are a man of many talents. And I got a new hat, so that's and, three hats. And it looks great. Oh, thanks. Awesome. And You're so just you, full of compliments I today. I am, because I, I want your, your undivided attention and your undivided advice on what to do with all these situations we have. All right. Out. Well, let's see if we can hammer it down. So before we get into our guest, who is one of our regulars, she is, she's been all about the show since the beginning. You remember Donna Drama? Yeah, I remember. She was one of the first hashtags you I think you've had on the show. Yes. Hashtag Donna Drama. And when Intuidate Radio started, you used to come in and out of the studio. Ted was here and you uh, you got to know some of the people that were, were following their love lives. Yeah, absolutely. And now we finally get to hear the last chapter on her love life. So yes. I can't wait. Well, this is only the beginning, I believe. The beginning? The beginning. Oh, this boy. is this is This is Donna Drama hashtag closing chapter. But this is only the beginning of the new Donna, Donna yeah, Drizzle. Yeah, to the sequel. The, yeah. The second book, right? Yes. Donna, are you on the line? Coming at you. Here I am. Donna Drama, we haven't talked to you in a little while. I know. I know. What's been going on? Just before we get into your situation, for all of the people that have been listening, and a lot of people listen every week, so people are following. They want to know where Donna Drama's been. They want to know what's going on in her love life, because at the beginning of the show, our whole goal was to follow two women's love lives for a year. Obviously, we're six months in, and things have happened. And we talked to Gina the last uh, couple weeks, and we've kind of wrapped it up with her because she's kind of flying free right now. She's flying solo. She's flying solo, and, uh, you know, she, yeah. She uh, she liked your keychain, so yeah, maybe you guys... Are you guys going on a date? I, I, we still got to set that up, okay. but we're Facebook friends, so that's the first step. Oh, wow. You guys, yeah. you, got, you accepted? Now, did she friend you, you or did you friend she her? She friended me, but I graciously accepted it. Okay. Well, we got to talk about that in a minute. So, <laughs> Donna Drama, how do you feel about friending a, Facebook, a guy on Facebook as the initial requester? How do you feel about that? Do you feel that that's a good idea? No, I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> Tell us why. All right, we're getting me yeah. started early. I'm already. <laughs> I want to hear why. Yeah, tell me why, Donna Drum. Tell me why. Because you should make the guy come to you. Oh, oh no! She Donna, said it. She said, said what I didn't want you to say. So does that mean, like Steve, that you may have not? requested stable well, gina it's, initially it's not that i mean maybe i would have come around to it but why is the guy always have to make the first move always why i just want to know why like is, is it like chivalry still alive which i agree it's still alive you should like yes. pull the chair out for the girl when you go on a date and stuff like that but why why do we got to make the first move why do we have to text first well who's the one interested well, there you go. I think that shows who's more interested, who makes the first yes. move. Yes, yes. Because so, if you saw a girl, right? You saw somebody walking around here, and you're like, "Ooh, it piqued your interest." You're like, "I need I'd be to like, get, touch him. get in touch with him." And I know that's how you feel about me because you keep coming back. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because now you're producing the show. You've been walking in and out of this. So if I need to read into it, you know, I think if you're you're just keep coming around. So I'm obviously reeling you in like a fishing reel. And I have you where I want you. Yeah, hook, line, and sucker. <laughs> you're, you're right across the board from me. You're not going anywhere. So, Donna Drama, two other questions. Yeah. Do you feel a woman should text a guy first, ask a guy on a date, 
you don't you don't agree with that either, right? I don't. I mean, as as hard as and in the past with myself, as hard as it has been, but I was dating that one guy, and he would just not ask me out, and he was just small chit chat every day and every other week, and he never asked me out. Well, I mean, I might so be able I to shed some light onto this. Uh, I'm, uh, contrary to what you guys might believe, there are some guys that are actually shy and even more so afraid of rejection. So, I mean, I used to be that way myself, but I've kind of moved on so I can make the first move. But there's a lot of guys that just don't want to throw it out there because they're afraid of you saying no. But if you really, really want somebody, really, you'll find a way to put a friend there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, that, that shows how you really want it. Right. So if you kind of kind of want it, it's like a re- roll of toilet paper. You have... You have like nine rolls of toilet paper in a thing. And it's like, uh, well, I have some extra toilet paper in the bathroom and it's not totally out yet. Do I need to put the replacement in there? You just compare the relationship <laughs> to toilet paper. <laughs> well, the thing is, if a guy is, isn't sure if he really wants me, then I don't want him anyway. That's right. That's not that's that's Donna drama so, coming at yeah, you. Hashtag. Yeah, that's good. At least you know what you want. And that's good. So let's get yeah. let's get to you, Donna drama. I know you don't have a lot of time today. So for the people that are just tuning in to Intuitate Radio, we have been, we had the goal of following two women's love lives, Donna Drava, Stable Gina, two totally different women, both of them wanting to kind of rekindle a romance with the ex-boyfriend. Now, Donna Drama's had some success with this. We've, we've given her a hard time over the months. Some people didn't agree with what was going on. Some people agreed. We had psychics call in with everybody's opinion. Some people were like, you know, if they're happy, great. And some people were like, well, if she doesn't have a commitment, then screw him pretty much. Right. So people right. were getting mad because your ex was not, you know, he was doing everything a boyfriend would do, taking you out. You guys go on trips, you're together right. all the time. But he wasn't saying, Donna Drama, let's go study. Let me give you my fraternity pin. Let me give oh, you wow. my vo- my varsity letter. Oh, giving you that jacket. But the background <laughs> is... That you guys dated in the past, and the situation was kind of reversed back then, and you were a little controlling. Exactly. Um, and <laughs> since then, he had another girlfriend who was very controlling, very demanding. So he's got a lot of fears. But I'll tell you what, we're in. We've been probably together eight, nine months. We're going strong. Just went on a vacation together, me, him, and his son up to see his family, and a week before that, him and I went on a vacation to Atlantic City for a few nights. Wow, this is getting, like, like romantic. Yeah, Donna, do you have any commitment right now? Well, that's the thing. We, it's not spoken, but I'm living at his house. So do you guys have, like, a title or anything? Like, are you boyfriend-girlfriend? No, we don't, we don't. But you live together. So are you housemates? We don't really, no, we're definitely not housemates. We just don't talk about it. We don't say like, yes, we're committed. Yes, you're my, you know, you're my boyfriend or you're my girlfriend. We just kind of. Just do that no label thing. Yeah. And it's working. So you you guys are happy. Very happy. (laughs) Beyond happy. Now you have a drawer situation that you've kind of succeeded in. (laughs) Can we talk about the drawers? Yeah. Can we talk we about the history fear. behind the drawers? Oh, what kind of drawers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gotten to those drawers. This is the, this is the actual bureau. Oh. This is yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on IKEA now, the furniture. Yeah, the furniture. Now, he had a fear because his last girlfriend kind of just assumed that she was moving in and she just like one day put all of her stuff in the closet, put all of her stuff in the drawers and kind of just 
you know, moved in without even asking him. Steve's getting sweaty and, you know, over this. He's yeah. making faces. And it's, and it's, he even said, like, it's his fault. He never stood up to her and said, like, this isn't okay. But she ended up living there. So since I've been staying there a lot, I've been piling up my things on his dresser because I'm like, I'm not going to put my stuff in his drawer until he says so. So you just started piling the stuff up, and it just kept piling, piling. So probably was looking like a mess over there. Imagine like an avalanche waiting to happen of clothes. (laughs) Did he even like get it? Did he even get it? Stuff from my house, and then I went shopping. So on top of the shopping clothes I had, I mean, it was really ridiculous. So finally, one day, I just said to him, "I said, do you see all this clothes up here? I said, but God forbid if I have a drawer." And he said, "Wait a second, wait a second. He says, "Of course you can have a drawer." He said. You know, help yourself. Put your stuff in my drawers. <laughs> Put yourself oh, in my drawers. <laughs> wow. That's one of the lamest pickup lines I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> Put yourself in my drawer. That's so how many drawers do you have? I have two drawers and the whole bottom of the closet, which oh. I don't even think he knows about yet, but that's okay. Wow. Are you gonna are you gonna spread yourself throughout the drawers or you think you're gonna stick to the drawers that you were assigned? I think just the drawers that I was assigned. It's enough. It's C- enough. Kinda so. like a locker at your, your home your homeroom in school. <laughs> Honestly, he sounds like the. I don't really know uh, your guy, but just from this one thing, he sounds like the kind of guy I was talking about earlier that's afraid to make the first move because he doesn't know. And right. I mean, he's waiting for you to really, you know, nudge him like, hey, I got these clothes here. When am I going to get my drawer? Like, he's not going to make the first move. Like, he, he isn't. Like, you, he you isn't. said you guys are, in, I guess, an open relationship with no label. You would be the one that would have to make that move because I don't think he's going to. Because he has a lot of fear and stuff, but I'll tell you what, he takes care of me more than like anyone ever has, you know, like just, he's there for me. He's compassionate. I mean, he's, you know, I'm not working right now. He's pretty much like supporting me and doesn't, you know, it's, it's just everything. He's just so generous. Yeah. So he treats you you right, which is, that's what you want in a relationship. But, you know, yeah. since his, his past girlfriend, since she was so controlling, I've I had I've had friends that they've had controlling girlfriends and they're afraid to get back in the game because they don't right. you know, want to be dominated again. Well, could I ask you something, uh, D.D.? Yeah. So, like, let's say this goes on like this. You're, you're pretty much. Did, do you, did you guys like confirm that you are living together or is that just like, OK, I'm just staying here and, and he um, thinks. I mean, um, like, do you pay rent? We confirm that we're staying like we're living together. I'm just, well, right now he doesn't have a car and he's getting a company car in August and his car broke down. So it's kind of working for the both of us because I'm in a bind financially and he doesn't have a car. So I'm staying there and he's using my car and he's also like supporting me. Like he just paid my car payment, my car insurance. Like he's, it sounds like you guys have a business deal. Really? For me. It's like a mutual trade of goods and services. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's an, it is. It's working out, and like we didn't say like, oh, we're living together. This is my house, but like, it's pretty much said. I don't. I, it just doesn't need to be spoken about. It's just we're we're just kind of we stay present every day, and we get along great. We've had like, Marissa can't even believe it. We I think we had like one little fight in nine months. I'm not even exaggerating. Like a tiny fight, where like, he just ended up apologizing. <laughs> we could talk about the intuitive aspect of this too. When you guys, you used to have bonfires last summer and right. she, they were broken up for what, three years? Yeah. Yeah. They were broken up. And then I saw them both like 
kind of, I saw him and I saw, I'm like, you guys are getting back together. She's like, absolutely not. I have no interest in him. No interest in getting back together. Crazy. He's with, he has a girlfriend. Yeah. You're out of your mind. She was like, no, you watch. He's going to come around. And I was like, no, he isn't. Like, you're out of your mind. So are you in deep, like, are you having feelings? Are you like, are you in the L zone yet? Are you still in the, in the like factor? How are you feeling? I'm I'm not, I don't think. I'm in the like factor. I don't think we go love. back to grade school. Um, do you like like him? Yeah, you have to check the box. Do you you kind Will of you a take crush? Him to prom? Do you like him? Are you fall? Are you at the cliff? Or are you like walking toward the cliff? Or have you jumped off? I think I'm just at the cliff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. You know, that whole open relationship thing's the giant white elephant in the room, and you guys are gonna have to tackle it at some point. Yeah, like how but when you say open relationship, we're not seeing anybody else. Well, I mean, right? I guess not open, but and, without and a label, it kind of sounds open to me, at least. No, just because you don't have a label that he's from a girlfriend doesn't mean that we're not in a committed relationship. Okay, so if he, like, in the next, like, how, are you going to give it any time? Are you going to be okay with kind of in the next six months if this is still going along the same way? You're still there six nights a week. You guys are having the same thing going on there's still no you know acknowledgement in those areas are you are you gonna be okay with that i don't know you have to ask me that in in six months i honestly don't know right now i'm okay okay how much longer do you think you could go on like this i mean i don't know i mean he's treating you right it's not like you know he's ignoring you or not treating you like a boyfriend would treat a girlfriend but you just don't have that label Right. I don't think I need the label right now. I don't think that's important. I think what's important is, like, you know, actions speak louder than words and, and labels. And, you know, it's like what he's, way he's treating me and the time that we have together and the amount of time, it's, it outweighs whether, it's, you know, what this, what we're called. I just don't think, and I know a lot of people don't agree with it, and I don't really care. Well, that's Donna Drama for you. So we're, we're, I'm happy that you're happy, Donna Drama. I'm happy that you're happy. And I hope that you will kind of update us if there is like, you know, come back on and let us know about the different milestones of the relationship so that our listeners can say, wow, okay, this is what happened. Because a lot of people, I think, are going through what you're going through. A lot of women. And um, I think watching you do this and seeing how you're dealing with it, I think could be inspirational to some other people that are going through the same thing. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to always be about the label. It's about staying present and being happy and knowing what you want and having someone, you know, like I feel like a princess when I'm with him every day. I really do, you know, and it's about how I feel. Did he ever give you another McMuffin in bed? <laughs> no, no McMuffin. Tell him that if if it's going to go to the next level, he needs to get a McMuffin. And down that's the only way I'm going to accept it. Um, but I hope you'll come back when you know you have some updates for us and and give us some uh, give us some insight as to what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, that sounds great. And if anybody is having any problems with, you know, tell them to call me. I'll I'll set them straight. Yeah, we'll come up with the Donna Drizzle segment. <laughs> Deidre's. Donna Drizzle, because Donna Drama. She's, you're a little, like, you having a man in your life, I have to say, has has cut down on the drama. I think you, oh, yeah, you, I you've... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's like hashtag Donna no drama, I feel like. <laughs> no, there's still Donna Drama in there. I mean, if you, you're not like, you're not like a frontal, you know, like your brain is All gone right, and zombie, zombie, but you're, you've calmed down a bit, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. 
we are so happy you called in and we hope that um, and all of our listeners are probably happy that we've had some uh, update from you and we hope to follow you as you move along in this relationship. That sounds great. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Awesome. Sorry, I couldn't be there uh, too long today. I'm watching my nephew, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of got to go. So. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, DD. Hashtag. Thank you. All right. Have Bye. a good day. Bye. Bye. Well, I wish her the best of luck too. I know, and I want to talk to you about this. I think we should confer. We have a little bit of an age difference, don't we? A little uh, bit. Just maybe a couple years. A couple. I don't know. You're like 25, 26. <laughs> oh my god, you're a nice guy. So let's talk about you thinking I'm 25, because I want to talk about that real quick. <laughs> now, is that just, are you just trying to say, you know, because guys would be like, oh, well, no, you look honestly, like you're 18. You look like you're, do you well, really I mean, think look, I'm 25? Looks are one thing, but attitude's another. And you're so full of energy, like just lighting up the room. So <laughs> that, that's the thing. I can't really tell. Maybe I'm blinded by it. <laughs> by the lights. By the light. But you have to... Copyright Bruce Springsteen. You're not going to look at somebody who's 60 and be like, oh, you have so much energy and you're full of well, life. Oh, I you're think, 25? When I think 60, I think like near death almost. Like you're ready for the home. Like in a wheelchair. <laughs> Which is actually horrible for me to say because both my parents are on the doorstep of 60. So I don't know. Maybe so, I'm a little conflicted here. So you're thinking I'm 25 because of my radiant energy or because I look young? Well, I mean, there's that too. Okay. I mean, you're pretty clear... Uh, skin, skin, yeah, smooth. <laughs> I don't. See, I mean, now I can see the crow's feet. No, no offense. Yeah, you were laughing, but a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're looking good. Oh, thanks. Gotta say, thank you. Walking around thinking I'm young. <laughs> I did get carded at the uh, at the store the other day. People oh, really? Think, yeah, people think somebody asked me if I was a minor. Excuse me, miss. I'm gonna have to see your ID. <laughs> like, so when me? when you the mailman comes, you're gonna be like, hi. Is your is your dad or mom home? Yeah. But I, you know, I believe I don't eat anything with preservatives or additives. I don't mm-hmm. eat anything with chemicals, and I believe it it causes anti aging. I really, really I do. Could be, yeah, because too many, you know, I don't eat fast food, all that stuff. So that can that can be a problem. Well, there you go. Because I even know there's a lot of bad stuff in fast food. Yeah, there is. So anyway, I wanted to talk about okay. Donna Drama. Like, yeah, tell tell me what you're feeling about that. I don't know. Like I said, that white elephant in the room. You're gonna have to discuss it at some point. You like they're not. It's she said it's not an open relationship, but there's no label. So right. To me, that's an open relationship. Right. Like, she said that you know she, just because there's no label doesn't mean that she's not you know with other guys. But who's to say that her guy isn't off with other girls? Yeah, I don't think he's off with other girls. I mean, right I'm not now, saying but... he is either, but who's to say that he's not? Nobody's I, to say he's not. We had a couple psychics that were saying he was. So there you so go. So he was still he still had his eye open. But I it's... mean, if she's with him constantly, how does she? We're going to have to get an opinion. Well, from here's the thing. Else. She said that he was using her car for work. So right. when he has her car, she doesn't have a car, right? She's in his house. Yes, correct. So he could be going off doing God knows what, and she's just at home cleaning, like. Wow. I don't know. I mean, if my girlfriend wants to clean my house, that's cool. But if I don't have a label with someone, I'm not going to, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I'm not going to willingly you know, do all that work and then maybe not have the benefit of the end of the night, I guess. All right. Well, you know, somebody else just walked into the studio and I think her, I think her opinion is going to be, is going to be classic. I mean, we're not going to tell her who we're talking about. Because they might know each other, so I'm not going to... So this is like the dating game. Yeah. Contestant number one. So I'm going to... I think we have a caller on the line, actually, that I think you have to go and and, and take care of. So So while I go talk to them. I'm going to put somebody else on the line here while we're doing that, but we need uh, one of those splitters. One of those thingies. (laughs) One of those... 
So I'm not going to introduce you yet. Hi. Hi. You're just a woman who just walked in here while we're recording. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. You're going to be in our, our next week's show, right? Yes. Okay. But you came in just because you want to see me. Of course. Okay. <laughs> and I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see and you. And anyone that comes in in two-day radio, we don't care if they come in at the drop of a hat. We don't care. We're not scheduled here. <laughs> so the fact that you dropped in, I want to ask your opinion on something. Okay. Okay. Ask away. So our, we, we've had one of our, our, our callers call in. Mm-hmm. They've been, they're, they're reconnected with their ex, mm-hmm. their ex-boyfriend, and, and they're, they're kind of living together at this point. Kind of? Kind of I mean, they're together six nights a week, okay. living together. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't consider themselves housemates. They don't consider themselves housemates. They don't consider themselves boyfriend, girlfriend in a relationship or living together, but yet they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, the female thinks that this is fine. She's happy about it. Do you feel this is this is something that's okay, or do you feel like this is something that um, could be a problem in the future? Um, I mean, for the guy, I think it's like go ahead and keep going. But for the girl, I think she looks silly. Bingo, she nailed it. Because <laughs> I was even saying before that he seems like the kind of guy that he he's had issues in the past with a controlling girlfriend. He's not going to willingly say, "Hey, will you be my girlfriend?" Yeah. And if she's kind of giving him all this, you know, wiggle room, why would he ask what? her to be exactly. his girlfriend? Yeah, she's going to be around anyway. Exactly. So he's like, he has the best of both he's worlds. Got it made in the shade yeah. of marmalade. <laughs> but here's here's the, uh, just playing devil's advocate. I'm just playing because I have to play both sides, mm-hmm. literally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to play both sides of the, the the coin and and give my opinion, but also keep it neutral. What about since she was his ex before, right? Mm-hmm. She was controlling before, and that's why. And she had broken up with him before, so that the tables were like three sixty turn, right? Three sixty. So wouldn't he be afraid that if he made that jump? And, and said, yes, okay, we're committed that the controlling person will come out. So maybe he's trying to like the way he was and think that maybe if he says, okay, you have all these benefits, then the controlling side of her will come out. Or do you think that's like just too analytical? I think you nailed it on the head. Honestly, I think I might have said it before, but he has these issues with his past girlfriend. And now he's with Donna, who already did that to him once. He's most likely afraid of it happening again. Yeah. So do you think that he's just that he's fully committed, but he just won't say it because he's afraid of the behavior or he's not committed because he's not sure. It could be both. Or maybe he's just not committed because he's afraid to make the first move. I think maybe he just doesn't want to leave her because he's afraid of her. There's that. I mean, the clothes are in his drawer. (laughs) The clothes. Yeah. The clothes are going in the the drawer. The clothes are in the drawer. I mean, to me, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. That either he wants it to happen or he's too afraid to say no. Yeah. So it's one of those two. I think we need to talk to him, but he we've asked him several times to come on and he's not he's not in, in agreement with it, unfortunately. Because he's scared. Yeah, you know that, that right there is a telltale he's a sign. He's a scared. He he's a scared. He's a scared. A scared. That's scared. a little it more sounds scared. childish because this is childish. That's a right. Bit. Just there, a there's bit. a little child in him that needs to come out. <laughs> and since I'm twenty five, I can't deal with that. There you go. Yeah, I thought it was twenty five. <laughs> I got to talk about Laura Doyle because I'm so excited that she's here. Um, at first, I, I I wasn't sure about reading her book. Like I said, The Surrendered Wife, because it sounds like I have to be like, oh, let me clean the floors. And yeah, like 1950s and, lifestyle. Yeah, like let me get the dish rag on. I'm not going to work and I'm going to wear an apron. Like, no, I have eight like, kids. Uh, yeah, I have eight kids. But that's totally not what her book is about. It's about controlling women, how to give up control. And I'm a controlling woman. I'm not going to say I'm not. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But control is a good thing because you can control your life in other ways. That's how my career got, got off the ground. And, you know, you got to be assertive. But in relationships, I didn't understand that. It's like kind of a competition with men. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be like, 
two bulls in the china shop. Yeah, it's a power struggle. You got to find right. that happy medium. I have to put my snakeskin uniform on. <laughs> the happy medium. I am a happy medium. <laughs> Laura, are you on the line? I'm here. How Good are you? Morning. I'm so glad to have you back. Thanks. It's really great to be here because you know I think this is exactly what people think when they hear surrendered wife is it means subservient or obedient wife. And it's not that at all, right? I mean, who, who in this modern age would want to be any of those things? But we all want to feel desired and cherished and loved and connected. And that's something that we aren't really taught in schools, right? We're taught how to have great careers, but we learned anything about relationships. We, at least they didn't have relationships 101 at my school. Did they have it at yours? No, but I didn't get it up until I was like 35. I must have missed that oh, class I in just college. I how old it was. Oh, <laughs> right, right. I had a self-study program. I had like, you know, my textbooks were Cosmopolitan and Glamour Magazine. So I yeah. figured I was all set. You, you know? had a subscription to Cosmo since you were 16, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so Cosmo taught me everything I needed to yeah, know. Yeah, they give you the best <laughs> sex tips right, for blah, right, blah, blah. Exactly, me too. <laughs> which is why I was so shocked when things started to go so badly in my marriage. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and when I read your, like, when I started to read your book, I was like, wow, this woman's a lot like me. This isn't some sort of woman who's, like, ultra-feminine telling me, like, oh, you got to put on your, like, hair clips, and you got to, you know, go to the salon and wear dresses, and you, 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 you were, like, completely like all those women who are successful uh, assertive and you know we, you can give us insight and that the title to me didn't you know I I didn't get that that's what that's who you were you know what I mean yeah no I appreciate that I mean in a way uh, the title was horrible and also the title was brilliant because, <laughs> exactly I mean I cried all the way to the bank after I made the New York Times bestseller list right with that book which continues to be a strong seller I was in my own little world when I named it the surrendered wife and I just thought wow surrender such a beautiful phrase it just is what we all have to do if you're stuck in traffic you might wish the traffic would move but you can't make it move so you can either grip the steering wheel and stress out about it or you can go great i've got this time to talk on the phone or listen to music that i love or a book you know an audio book or something so that's surrender it's not exhausting yourself by stressing out about things you can't change anyway yeah, so you you have you have that book, but you also have a webinar coming out, which you were telling me about before the show, um, about how to keep your man. Because a lot of women, we all know how to like. We, I mean, you're in your thirties, you kind of know how to like get them on a date, you know what I mean, or or get them sure. to three months, yeah. you know. But how do you keep them? Is the question. How do you keep <laughs> the guy interested, stunned, not wanting, just not taking you for granted? You know what I mean? Totally yeah, in love. It's a big problem. Um, it was certainly a problem for me. You know, I almost divorced my husband, who turns out to be awesome. <laughs> and it wasn't because of him. I thought the problem was him, but it wasn't him. It was me. And uh, as soon as I learned some intimacy skills, everything completely changed. We went back to being playful together, and the passion was back, and now his face lights up when I, well, when I come home you know, from being somewhere. So what I've learned is that we all want to feel desired and cherished. So that's the webinar. It's called The Secret to Becoming a Desired, Cherished, and Adored for Life. Wow. And you can register for that. It's free. It's at lauradoyle.org, lauradoyle.org as an orgasm. <laughs> All right. So can you give us a, a couple tips from that web sure, webinar sure. for our listeners? Well, so the first thing is, I think we all have this expectation when we get married, especially, or when you get into a new relationship, like, good, now I'm finally going to be happy because he's going to make me happy. And we, you know, we don't consciously think that, but then we get to be, you know, you get a little unhappy and you think, wow, 
it must be him because here he's right there. I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling happy. But of course, it's really our responsibility to make ourselves happy. So the first indispensable step to having a happy relationship is practicing good self-care. And this doesn't mm. mean you go to the gym and eat a green smoothie and say That's what I did this morning. <laughs> I had a green yeah, smoothie. No, no, no. That's not. Oh my God. It means you do, I have it, to clap you for do myself. things that are just frivolous. You got to maybe go get a cup of coffee with a girlfriend or take a hot bath or you get your mani-pedi if you like that or take a nap. That's a huge one. I mean, girl time is big. You, I, you know, I, I chat with my sisters or... If if you like to take a walk, then great, go take a walk. But it's this is, again, not about trying to improve yourself because we women are great at that. Like, we're always trying to make ourselves better. This is just about something that draws you in the way a kid is drawn to a swing set or um, maybe to a ball, right? It's just something that makes you happy while you're doing it. So, like, for a lot of women, they might say in this scenario, well, if I don't always see the guy when he wants to see me and hang out with him all the time and I start doing things on my own, it's going to push him away. That's what somebody would say, right? Right. And I couldn't disagree with that yeah. more. So this is, I mean, I think men really want us to be happy. In fact, I've asked thousands of men, how important is it to you that your, your girlfriend or your wife is happy? And they all say the same thing. They say, wow, it's like everything. Or if mama's not happy, then nobody's happy. <laughs> or they say, like one guy from the UK said, it's imperative that she's happy. So they just want us to be happy. So that if they know it's going to make us happy to go out for girls' night, then they're like, babe, go ahead, have a great time. Cool, you know. So I think this is kind of one of those common myths, along with, you know, relationships are hard work. That's another common myth about relationships. They're hard work unless you know the skills, unless you've been taught. Just like anything else. You know, when I was 14 years old, I decided to take the family car for a spin because I thought, how hard can it be? <laughs> and I found out, right, as soon as I drove the car into the wall. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, after that, I got, yeah. you know, driving lessons and a license and everything, and I haven't had a problem since. And it's really the same with relationships. If you're, if you're from a broken home or you didn't have good modeling and they didn't have Relationships 101, this is my message, that you can just learn a few things. They'll blow your mind, and they'll really change the way your relationship is. You're going to feel a lot more intimacy and passion and peace in your relationship. Now, most of the reasons why a lot of relationships end and what I've seen through my friends, through people around me, bad relationships that I've had, is that when men start to withdraw, women freak out. Okay. It's really true. So yeah, why, yeah. why, in your opinion, do men withdraw and what do women do when, when this happens? Because a lot of times that's when they become needy, desperate, and then the fights start and then nothing gets back to that sparkliness that, that was in the beginning. So we have to ask. Absolutely. Before Absolutely. you, before well, we you, wait, to... Laura, before you answer, I want the man's opinion first so there's no bias. And no, then, no, yeah. So, All Steve, right, well, tell us why men withdraw emotionally and then get weird. Well, before that, I got to say, you know, she hit the nail on the head with the whole make your girlfriend happy, make your wife happy. It's the old saying, happy wife, happy life. And it's the truth. And no matter what that takes, that's got to be priority number one. Like, if it's a little space, why not? You know, like you said, girl time. That's, you know, we get guy time. Why, why can't you get girl time? Right. But as far as why do guys withdraw, I don't know. That That's kind of a loaded question. It It's... I would say maybe getting over overly attached and then you just kind of pull back a little bit saying, whoa, I don't I don't really know if I'm ready for this. But I mean, that's all I can really think of. What do you think, Laura? Mm -hmm. Well, we had this. I had this in my early marriage where my husband was more interested in watching reruns on TV than he was in making love. <laughs> like, that's how withdrawn that he was. That sucks. So it's not good at all. <laughs> no. So, and what was going on was I was trying to help 
him be more efficient, right? I was giving him little helpful suggestions all the time, like, I was going to help him be tidier. I was going to help him be more romantic. I was going to help him be more ambitious at work. So I was just always giving these little helpful suggestions. And I didn't know that helpful in wife language is critical in husband language. Absolutely. I mean, it's right there, a guy, you might be, you know, for the 100% best interest, best intentions, but a guy might take that as you're trying to change me. I don't like that. Absolutely. Mm. And so it's not about the intentions, right? It's about just deciding hey, I respect my husband. I'm going to honor his choices even if I don't agree with them, right? So it doesn't mean that he has authority or it's not like a boss or a teacher. I think people get mixed up with this word respect. But it just means that I, well, one of the first duties of love is to listen, right? So I'm going to let my husband talk about things. And he might say things like, oh, I, my boss, I'm going to tell her that she should blah, blah, blah. And I'm freaking out thinking, whoa, if you say that, you're going to lose your job and then we're going to be financially insecure. But just trusting that he's a smart guy. He's not going to do something stupid, but we all need to be able to just hear ourselves talk and reason things out. And it's okay for me to say, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And not have to like correct him or teach him anything because I don't want to be my husband's teacher. I want to be his lover. I want to be his girlfriend. So do you ever give him insight of what you think about something or what you feel or if he... Or only if yeah. he asks you. Yeah. Yeah. I consider it my job to be um, talking about what I want and how I feel. Like, those are my specialties. And if you think about it, we women are much better at expressing our feelings, knowing how we're feeling in the first place, right? That's not, guys are just not that comfortable in that realm. Like, if you ask a guy how he feels, it's kind of the equivalent, really, of asking a woman who's wearing a bathing suit and eating a piece of cake how much she weighs. It's just really not cool to do. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's that's some good insight. I, I actually want to go uh, actually watch your webinar and have you come back on and discuss it. Sure. That what do you, great. How do you feel well, about yeah. that? Yeah. Everybody's welcome to register for it. It's, uh, you have to register to go. You can't just show up to it. So okay. I recommend that to get your space, you just go to lauradoyle.org right now and register for it. Awesome. Well, we are so happy you came back on the show. And I wish I could talk to you for an hour, really. You have so much good insight to give. And, you know, and, and how else? Just the website people can get a hold of you? Or is there any, and also your book, right? Did you want to talk about that? Well, sure. I mean, The Surrendered Wife is the book that started the movement. So um, I absolutely recommend. There's a free chapter on lauradoyle.org uh, uh, so you can get a taste of what it's like. Awesome. And uh, as Marissa said, it's kind of eye-opening. It was for me, too. Yes. Thank you so much for writing that book and um, for sharing <laughs> it with me. And uh, we would love to have you back another time. So I'm going to go and check out that webinar myself. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Marissa. I'll see you at the webinar. Okay. okay. Have a good one. So next week... We've got Daisy coming in the studio. We talked about living boyfriend and girlfriends today. And you are going to talk about your love life because you have a success story um, that you're going to talk about next week. And are you excited about this? I'm so excited. So you were you were the bad girl. I was. You weren't the girl wanting the commitment. The no. guy was the one wanting the commitment. Yeah. And you didn't ever think that you could ever have a stable love life. Mm-mm. I thought I was doomed. Doomed to just repeat. Yeah. Just patterns. Yeah. (laughs) Like you didn't give you didn't give a crap about anything. No, I'm selfish. I'm a selfish person. So not glad that's hurting me a little bit. The the bad girl. (laughs) That's hot. Yeah, she she well. Yeah, unless you're the one that's getting hurt. Yeah. It's not hot. That is not hot. Yeah. Yeah, because then you they she crush you in two seconds. Mm. Is that a challenge? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You you know, it's not even a lure. It's just like, come here, let's, you know, and 
let's be friends yeah. and then you're yeah and then yeah. i'm out then you're out like yeah. suede ouch so how do you feel about that <laughs> you want you better off getting a glazed donut and just just down in it yeah just drowning myself in a pint of ice cream <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so i think that's so interesting because i've known both of you for mm-hmm. quite a long time and uh I just, I didn't think it was happening either. I'm just like, oh, this snap. guy, this guy got no chance. I know. Because he's so nice. <laughs> he's the sweetest so guy ever. nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, because he had expressed, you know, to our friends, you know, that he had an interest in you for a while. He's like, oh, is Daisy coming? Is she? I'm like, dude, you're just out of, you're like, you're out of your league. Like, really, it's not. I feel like you're what they happen. call the man eater on the market. Is that fair? Well, she does. She's not scary about it. She, yeah. you know, she's like a twinkling light on top of the tree, and then yeah. But like, I gotta say, no offense, but at first glance, you don't seem too intimidating. <laughs> I but. know that's. I know <laughs> she looks innocent and yeah. sweet. I know. I, I know that's that's the whole mirage of the yeah. whole thing. Well, yeah. I can't so, wait next week to find out. I can't out. wait. To tell I cannot you. wait yeah. because you guys need to tune in next Saturday at three o'clock. We're gonna talk to Daisy about her situation. She has found true love. She is in love, aren't you? Oh my gosh. She's gonna. She's scary. talking about marriage. I. I don't. We went from commitment phobe to commitment tear. Marissa's like, How, what happened? What? What happened? I'm like, I don't know. So we're gonna. I'm gonna analyze it until I find out the answer. I don't care. I'm gonna find out the answer. So we are so glad you guys uh, tuned in this week. And when we come back next week, we're gonna talk to Daisy about her love life. We're gonna bring her boyfriend on the line and talk mm, to him about ooh, it. This is gonna get juicy. And we have celebrity Bobby Brown from. The cherry Warren, pie, cherry pie video coming on That's next awesome. week to talk about she was dating a younger man about 15 years younger to talk about that so we gotta find out about that so thank you steve for coming in thanks for having me thank you daisy for popping in thanks for having and we're me. gonna keep you guys here till next week see ya stay tuned <laughs>